Teeny Gene. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, what's going on? How are you? All right, you know, just a little change of pace. You know how I do every every once in a while. I have a reflective solo episode, so this is one of those. You know, we had a clear run of Married at First Sight episodes, but had to take a little break. You know, just had to get this off my chest. And I saw when I originally came up with this idea. I originally came up with this idea June 4th, 2021. All right, and I'm finally getting around to do this because it, you know, it's been a doozy. You know, it's it, it's a doozy of a of an episode, and um, well, I mean, well, let's let's name it first, right? So it's episode 114. To all the girls I've liked before, we had chemistry, but were we ever really compatible? And that's a really big conversation that I want to have, you know, and and again, the this conversation is pretty much like all my solo ones trying to get me to move forward past I don't want to say traumas, but past experiences and stuff like that and to wash all that off. I mean, of course they're still going to be there. They they're going to resonate in my in my mind, but it's just better for me to you know, get me on the other side of things and I guess prepare me for you know anybody in the future you know because because again I sometimes I really do have an issue maybe picking the you know uh how I select you know the women that I like other than you know just natural primal just like ooh, this this girl looks good but maybe I don't really um calculate like okay what is she good for what where did this falter so i think that's a pretty good conversation i remember talking to another friend of mine about this thing and he was like "Ooh, that sounds like torture like i would never want to drudge back you know my times with my you know exes and stuff like that and i was like listen man uh, what is it uh uh different strokes for different folks you know i mean he's married he's good and stuff like that, so I so I can see why, like, why would you, want, like, yeah, why would he even want to do that, he's married, he's good, he doesn't need to go backwards, I mean, unless there's some deep-seated things that are coming up in his marriage now, that he'd be like, okay, where did this come from, where did this start, so I, so I can understand that stuff, but for me, it's like, okay, you know, there's some things that I can't get past, or just things that I'm like, okay, maybe, I did a little bit too much sacrificing and lost myself in this relationship because this is not who I am, but maybe I just sacrificed too much or compromised too much because I'm like, yo, maybe this is what you're supposed to do in a relationship because you you don't get everything that you want in a relationship, right? So you have to compromise. But maybe, I mean, I definitely confuse compromise with sacrifice a lot of times because I'm like, yeah, of course, the the guy never gets what he wants in a relationship, but okay, you know, I'll just see what's up <laughs> with this, you know. And sometimes, yeah, I'd put my foot in, foot in my mouth. Again, that's not to say that's every relationship, but I was very interested to see which ones did that happen for. But also, too, a big, big, big thing 
that I realized while I was chronicling these uh, relationships is that I know a lot of people are like, man, you need to freaking get over her or get over them and stuff like that. And I, and I completely understand. But what you guys don't understand is that some of these relationships and some of these things that these women have said, they stay with you. And you're like, oh, that's why he freaking is, ain't over this chick or, or at least isn't over this point. It's because some of these things, you know, who, who what? partner wouldn't want to hear those things you know what i mean and that's why uh when those relationships did falter it hurts so much and you know you just can't break off of it you know it's not like oh it's not as easy as like oh you know someone cheated all right i'm out peace or like someone i don't know or or you know something really drastic didn't work out and you know that's it whatever it's like real deep feelings in there and you're just like whoa how can you say these things but act this way or do this thing you know and it and it hurts a lot um it really does that's why those things stick with me even now even some of these things are like you know whatever 20 25 years no well you know like 15 20 years away you know like ago i should say and yeah that shit still resonates you know what i mean and it still hurts but yeah, so freaking, you know, let's, let's get into it, man, let's get into it, so, um, so yeah, this, this, um, episode is pretty much about, you know, chemistry and compatibility, and those two things are very, uh, well, they're synonymous with each other, because some people try to say, oh, you know, which one is the better one, compatibility or chemistry, because, on the surface level compatibility sure you have the same things whatever values blah 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 but do you have that spark right but with chemistry you have that spark that passion and it's and it's powerful but do you have substance you know so chemistry and compatibility are are oof, not i don't want to say the oil and water but I don't know, I can't think of an analogy right now, but like, uh, bread and butter? <laughs> is that good? This is the bread and butter of a relationship. Um, so let's, let's, let's freaking get into it, man. So I saw this, uh, I saw this, um, post on Instagram from, uh, Third Eye Thirst, and it said, compatibility, compatibility is associated with similarity in areas that count. Couples who are compatible are similar in terms of their tastes, values, interests, life goals, etc. Um, and it's true. I mean, how, how can you disagree with that? And, and that's good because not to say that you can't be with somebody that's opposite of you, but now every talk is like a political debate. And who wants that? You know, it's like it's ugh, like. Oh my God, I, I, I would imagine being with your partner for 50 years and everything has to be discussed like it's a debate. And I, and I know it's good to see the other person's side of things, but to just like talk about everything in such a manner and it's like, oh my God, like I'd be done. I'd be done within like a month. Like, come on, can we agree on something? <laughs> you know, so it, so it is good. The, the more things you're... Um, compatible with 
the better. But then again, you don't necessarily want to have a clone of yourself because that might be detrimental to the relationship as well. Because now you're just stuck in an echo chamber. You know, it's just like, oh, I agree. Oh, yeah, me too. And it's like, okay, but you guys don't want to discuss this. Like, you you really have the exact same views on this? How? You guys are two different peoples, two different genders. Um, grew up differently, different ages, and yet... So, so you have to have different perspectives on that alone, but yet you guys land on the same point? Not to say that that's impossible... Actually, that's probably pretty common, but still, you you don't have at least a different angle to talk about things. You know what I mean? So it's like, ugh, you don't want you don't want a freaking a par- You don't you don't want to be a partner who's a parrot and just copies everything that you do, just for the sake of moving things along and not being afraid to rock the boat. It's okay to rock the boat, just don't turn the canoe over. You know. So, um, I was I was also looking at this video from uh, Abba and Preach, uh, A B A and Preach, as in you know, Preach. So they are a YouTube channel. Um, they're two comedians, but they talk about a lot of times they talk about social commentary, and one of these things was talking about the compatibility aspect. <clears throat> and uh, Preach goes, "Me and my wife, we don't go together. I like loud ass music. She doesn't." I like bass. I like people. She doesn't. I like motorcycles. Her? Nope. We don't watch the same shows, but raising a family isn't about the show you watch. It ain't about the motorcycles you watch, you know? And then Abba says, when people talk about compatibility, people talk about, oh, we share the same hobby. Oh, we like the same shows. That's fine for when you're dating. But when you think about doing something long term, your your compatibility should not be based off of just that. It should be a matter of values. It should be a matter of vision. And yeah, it it is true. Because sometimes, yeah, when you are dating, you're like, oh, my God, like, this is great. Like, she likes, you know, DC and or, or something like that. And, you know, she likes comic book movies or and she likes to read. I don't know. She likes watching the same shows. This is great. She likes watching whatever, you know, like The Walking Dead or, or some shit. You know, you know what I mean? Or like she's a geek. Oh, man, she likes to go to Comic-Con. This is great. This is cool. But like, what does she feel about, you know, Roe versus Wade? Or like, how does she feel about gender roles? How does she feel about transgenders? How does she feel about, um, I don't know, like, like the big shit. Not, not to say that you need to freaking talk about these things day one, but there will be, there will come a time where the shows, the movies, the, the same, you know, like, whatever wherever place you guys buy your clothes will all fall down by the wayside and you have to get into the real shit you know how do you feel about kids do you want any kids um how how will you raise these kids you know stuff like that you got to be compatible about that stuff how do yeah how do you feel about women going into the war how do you feel about uh ask don't tell um or whatever how you say it (laughs) you know what i mean like gays in the military how do you feel about that 
you know, all, all those really big things. So um, it's interesting. Uh, com compatibility and chemistry. And um, I, I saw this quote from uh, Bruce Lee. And going back to that friend, he said, like, oh, man, like, this is why are you doing this, man? Like, what like what are you what are you going to get out of this talking about like your exes and stuff? I feel that is torture. And um, I saw this quote and I was like, oh, this is this is awesome. So Bruce Lee says, uh, pain will leave once it is done teaching you. So for me, I'm a huge masochist and <laughs> I will torture myself and go through these things because I know at least at the end of it, despite all the pain and the scratches and the blood and all that stuff that at the end that on the other side I will have learned something and I can use that tutelage and knowledge for the rest of my journey you know so I guess that's why I do it so all right let's go um well one thing that I one last thing that I saw I saw this I saw this meme it was a very, very eye-opening meme because for me, it looked very much like the things that would happen in my dating life. You know what I mean? And it was a meme about effort. And when I read this, I saw this on a somebody's uh, IG post. And I was like, wow, that is, that is spot on that is me and that's kind of like i don't know if that's necessarily how i feel ultimately about effort and and effort in the dating space but this has happened multiple times in my in my dating uh career and it has some validity to it and I was like, wow, this is freaking amazing. I, I don't understand why this is the way that it is, you know? So the meme goes, so it says, person A, I think love is not based on effort. Don't you think so? Person B says, then what is it based on? Person A says, you want cold water. I fan the cup a million times. Then someone else walks by with ice you want something from a person maybe you have expectations i work with blood sweat and tears to reach to your expectations then suddenly someone else just came by and has that thing you've been looking for so you go with so you go with them instead and that has happened a lot and you'll see the uh You'll see the um, examples soon enough. But I was like, wow, that's so true. Because you can be everything for this person and do everything for this person. But then somebody just comes along and is exactly what that person wanted. And there you go. So, you know, um, effort the effort was meaningless. You, you just weren't that person. I'm just like, wow. Okay. That sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let's go. Person one. So person one, we'll call her Ramona. Okay. So how we met. We met back in high school, actually. Um, and we got reacquainted May 15th, 2006, after eight long years of just like not speaking to each other. Because like we were cool in high school and stuff like that. But, you know, it was just like, oh, hey, we, we, I think we were like, um, 
she was she was a year below me so um yeah so um we were just um i forget how we got reacquainted with each other but i'm pretty sure it was it was myspace because myspace has a has a part in this story so um yeah we got re we got reacquainted on may 15 2006 or maybe it was email i don't remember but regardless after eight years you know we get reacquainted and um, i thought this chick was cute she was super cute and she had the mean ass all right the like it i'm not saying it was like world renowned or something like that but like for the people who knew her it was like yo psh, ramona ramona got ramona got them flowers you know what i mean <laughs> nah, like ramona was like hey she has a wagon okay <laughs> um so on ironically enough on 666 we went to dinner so june 6 2006 we went to dinner i believe it was at a diner um and i remember the diner because um it's uh unfortunately it's closing down after like i don't know how many years of uh business but it's it's closing down but yeah we went to dinner at that diner so uh, a pro of hers was I, I I told her that she's such a unique person with a great and vivid personality. Like she was really cool. Um, I I did I did have an attraction towards her. Um, but but a con was that she you know smokes weed. I don't know if she does till this day, but um, and she was like very indecisive. Um, fun times when we with each other when we were with each other um we went to go see it was funny one of our one of our like dates after that was we went to go see um the gin blossoms at our old like community college um and it was um it was cool because you know it was one of the first times that i really saw like a band and like the gin blossoms they were like really uh um big at that time and they had really good singles singles that i listen to today um it was great um we saw we saw uh, uh one of the many times that i uh, um spent time at her house uh we watched like you know comic book movies because she was ne never really into them so i we started with um superman the movie and um we saw superman returns oh, oh only because okay so at the time because i remember i was like oh it's coming you know it's coming out soon i was definitely gonna go see it and i was like oh like do you want to go see do you want to go see like superman returns that's when she was like oh i yeah i really don't I'm, you know i'm not into that stuff whatever but she was like oh you know all right you know i'll, I'll give it a shot and i was like cool but i was like damn so i i knew a little bit about superman returns that it's it's pretty much like uh an unofficial sequel to superman 2 so i was like okay well she needs to see the first one uh, Superman the movie, and then the second one, and then we'll go see, see Superman Returns. Um, so like we did that, and she cooked for me too. So it was um it was a good time, but um oh and she and she loved uh, Superman Returns like she really like loved it, and I was like oh this is awesome this is great, but um the thing was you know she kind of see that I was like an introvert I really didn't like go out as much and stuff so i remember we would keep in touch with each other uh via email <clears throat> so like um i wrote to her uh hold on uh 
I'm not going to read the whole thing, but sometimes, because I, I said, you know, pretty much that, like, I said, I feel in, I feel inadequate sometimes. I sometimes feel that you'll get bored of me. I know you say you're a homebody, but you've gone skydiving, scuba diving, drove topless. Uh, you want to go on an East Coast hike, etc. Um, I do. Wh- what do I do? I watch DVDs, which is why I feel that um, he will just. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. So, okay, so hold on. So at the time, right? While she was going on, going, not, well, while we were seeing each other, but not like dating, dating, she was still trying to get over this ex of hers because this ex, or or not even ex, so I shouldn't say that, this potential that she's been waiting on, you know, was like in the midst and he was like coming back in this, in, in like the area. So it was very much like, okay, ooh, you know, Martini's a good guy. But, like, this other guy I've been, you know, wanting for a while. Ooh, I don't know what's up, whatever, and stuff like that. So, of course, that made me feel self-conscious and insecure. So, uh, so I wrote to her, like, hey, you know, I feel inadequate sometimes. I sometimes feel that you'll get bored of me. I know you say you're a homebody, but you've gone skydiving, scuba diving, drove topless, want to go on an East Coast hike, etc. And your potential freaking climbs mountains what do i do i watch dvds which is why sometimes i feel that he will just wash me away and take what i hold dear to me that man is a beast i know he is and i don't even have to see him i'm sure he's got more talents in one finger than i have in my entire body that's why i said do i even have a chance because it feels like i'm humoring myself to thinking that there is yeah so i make people laugh big fucking deal that's not a skill everybody can make everybody laugh that leaves me with nothing what can i offer a part of me even wants you to go with him just so you can end your story you've been on this final chapter for three years now and in two weeks you'll get to that last page i feel like a rewrite or a revision that's not even needed because you're not done with the original book damn Yo, Martini had got some bars back then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you hear that? But no, but seriously though, like I feel that like, I was like, why am I even trying? And it goes back to that effort thing. You know, me, I'm trying to not court. Well, I mean, I guess court, but like seriously, just hang out with her. You know what I mean? And then there's there's this freaking behemoth of a man. You know, it's just like, hey, you know, she's she's he's everything that she wants. So it's like, why am I even going to try? Of course he's going to win, you know? So, um, but so she writes to me like the next day, uh, July 6, 2006. And so she goes, it, it all goes along with me suppressing my feelings in an effort to not get your hopes up. But as I get more comfortable with you, the harder it is to watch what I say. Hence the comments about the trips and the fact that I should have invited you to Chinatown. I really do wish that you had been there, though part of me knows that I'm glad that you weren't. Uh, Moses was picking on me about you and me and our MySpace pages quite a bit, and I went and I wouldn't have known how to handle it had you had been there because they don't know the story. But I am sincere in the things that I say to you. I just haven't been very good at curbing myself. The problem is that this whole fucking time, 
All I've been doing is giving you the wrong idea. I like you, Martini. I mean, I really like you. And you know what? While I was feeling at a loss, you know what I did? I called the potential. He's one of the closest friends I've ever had, after all. And I told him about you. And then I knew how I really feel. Before we were even 10 minutes into the conversation, he was essentially telling me to go for it with you. And I was like, wow, look at that. We, we Me and uh, the potential had uh, the same um, the same goals. Like, yo, go ahead, man. I lost. You know what I mean? But, like, good on the potential. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. So then, you know, we got we got comfortable with each other. Um, on Jul- I'm, I'm reading my notes here, so I'm sorry. So, on July 10th, 2006, um, I visited her apartment. Um, and it was the first time... Uh, she gave me her cooking it was like jambalaya it was really good um and it was the first time we watched a movie together it was superman the movie and it was the first time we cuddled uh she called me a cuddle bug and her song back then was uh snow patrol not not the song the song was um chasing cars by snow patrol and um every time i hear that song i think of her and uh Corinne Bailey Ray put your records on and I hate that song. <laughs> I hate that song cuz of her too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um uh, but the but those two songs um remind me of her. And um again, compatibility is associated with similarity in all areas that count. Couples who are compatible are similar in terms of their tastes, values, interests, life goals, etc. So were we compatible? No. Because, again, she was really much more towards the adventurous type. I remember she used to, like, oh, she. I remember she told me, like, this was one of, like, the, the defining things that said to me that, like, we're done. Whereas where she was like, oh, you know, I always wanted to go, like, ATVing on, like, the beach or something like that. And me, back then, I was just like, ATVing, one, I don't know how to freaking drive that thing. And me, I'm thinking about all the precautions and stuff, like, what if I fall, whatever I whatever I do, this, you know, whatever. Like, because I've never operated that vehicle before, you know, and I'm just like, man, like, do I have to, like, do these it's not it's probably not even extravagant too but like back then it's just like whoa do i have to like do these things like all the time like i'm not like an adrenaline junkie i'm just not um and she's like and she got upset not upset but sad you know because she was like oh man like i really you know really wanted to do these things with you and i'm just like yeah you know i'm sorry so like that was like really the decline of it she was really like that and of course you know like the weed thing that like really bothered me but it was more the adrenaline adrenaline stuff like that's what that was like her shit you know so uh so yeah so we were we were pretty much like done after that and um so so a couple days after that uh june 22nd 2006 i get a uh like a like a text message with um moses moses and ramona are like childhood friends because Moses is friends with Ramona's brother. Okay, like they like they grew up with each other and of course like the you know little bratty sister, right? So there you go. So there's that. So so on, you know, uh uh was it July twenty second. So Moses is like, 
oh um Moses goes oh so what girl are you what girl are you going after because and you, him and I we we knew each other from high school but we never really had like a rapport like that but you know we knew each other we were, we're all right so he's like yo you know what girl are you going after and I go oh I'm going after Ramona and he goes oh yeah you taking you taking her to see stupid man aka Superman because he hates Superman uh and I'm like yeah yeah you know you know we're like we're dating but like not like official boyfriend and girlfriend but we are quote unquote seeing each other and yes i i did take her and he's like oh nice you slip her the tongue and i was like no and he's like kiss nothing and i was like all right a kiss yeah and he's like woo and i'm like yo you know i'm just trying to take it slow man i don't want to fuck it up and i was like that's my goal and he's like oh to not fuck it up and i was like yeah you know that's my mantra so after that like we were like a couple of days after that like we broke it off which is like you know what that that's it like like we're done um oh and this is the thing this is the thing that i hate too where and this is a constant too that despite women wanting to not be in a relationship with me they like me that much that they still want me to stay in their lives and that's fucking annoying <laughs> you know what i mean so like july 31st 2006 i'm seeing that like she's she was pretty much this is the myspace days you know pretty much before you know the 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 all you millennials and gen z's out there uh pretty much uh before facebook before facebook was facebook so essentially um she kept trying to contact me and saying that she was gonna watch like a batman marathon and she wanted me to join her and stuff like that and i'm just like fam why are you why why are you doing this you know like you know i love batman but it's like but also at the same time it's like fam what i thought we were broken up like you want me to now be with you like as a friend and it's like you know i can't i can't do this right now like i i, I can't do this you know like it's it it's not it's it's not cool <laughs> you know what i mean um but then fast forward a yearish later almost a year you know april 11th 2007 you know what i mean we 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 get there and then you know i see moses and uh ramona talking to each other right and it's like oh you know they're talking about something and then um and ramona's like oh I, you know i saw a book i saw a book that i liked on a certain subject and um she ordered it from a museum and um it'll get here at a certain time and i'll give it to you i'll give it to you when i get it it's it she says you know it's mostly in another language but i'm sure you'll get the idea of what it talks about and then moses goes oh like you ordered me a book and she's like yeah you know i ordered i ordered you a book but there's a catch you have to let me borrow it once you're done looking through it because it's effing cool and then moses is like oh man you're the best i owe you dinner or more your call and ramona's like well you know wait until at least i wait until i wait until i get the thing at least then you can buy me dinner and she's like are you hitting on me moses and and uh moses is like well you know yes i am and then it's like okay and then a couple of days later he's like yo um when are we going for drinks 
you know, I'm horny. And then she's and then Ramona's like, whoa, you know, slow down. Take it easy. Um, you know, we'll go out. We'll go out for drinks. I'm sure Are you, you're not trying to get in my pants. Are you Moses? And he's like, no. Um, yes. And she was like, well, OK, that was a clear answer. Um, you just want to go out. You just want to go out for drinks so you can booze me up. I see your game isn't trying to get into your friend's little sister's pants against the rules or something. And then Moses goes, I think it is, but I don't think there's a rule about you trying to get into mine. And then Ramona goes, oh, that's fantastic. I'll be sure to remember that. Meanwhile, you know, again, I'm seeing all this, (laughs) you know, I'm seeing all this unfold, you know, in front of my eyes. So I'm just like, what the, what is, what is going out here? And then here's the bullshit right here. So, like, that, that little thing was, you know, uh, around, like, April and shit, right? So, June, a couple days, a couple days, a couple months later, Mo, uh, Moses hits me up, and he's like, yo, so, if you were out on a date, if you were out on a date, what would you do? And I'm like, um, like, what would I do for a date, or what would I do at the date? And he's like, at, like, on the date. I was like, well, you know, it depends where the date was. Um, But um, I was like, you know, I just have to, you know, get to know her and and, and see where, you know, what comes up, you know. Um, And he was and he was like, oh, you know, like he's like, oh, ha ha. Um, I I think what I meant was, you know, what would Martini do on a date here in our town? I was like, what the hell is this guy asking me for? You know, but then. I started, you know, putting things all together. I was like, yo, this dude is trying to go after this freaking chick. You know, my chick. And, you know, of course she wasn't my chick. We broke up. But still, it's like you knew I was trying to go for that. Like, you, you, we literally had a conversation about this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so I am like freaking pissed off. And I'm like, um, you know, I like, I don't understand, you know, like I, I had four months, I was like for four months, I had to endure this slap in the face of lies, betrayal and deceit. Do you know how small of a world this is? Like, you don't think that word would get back to me about you guys trying to not act like you're not an item. Um, and I was like, let's not talk about the other things I know on top of that. Um, and I was like, I have friends in many places that are looking out for me. You know, and I'm like, I, I was I was so angry at this dude. I was like, yo, fuck you, man. You know, and I'm like, yo, whatever. And I just left him, you know. Um, and then I even like put her on blast, too, because I was like, yo, how could you like do this to me? You know. Um, and I was like, you know, um, I told her I couldn't put my head around it for weeks on end. It'd be the last thing that I thought about before going to bed and the first thing I thought about when I woke up. Your reasoning, as you put it, was that it wasn't going to work out because I wasn't adventurous enough or more like I didn't fulfill the physical aspect of your needs. I was mentally stimulating to you, but you being the free spirit that you were, you needed someone at your speed. Though I never caught your reasoning beforehand, one thing that you did say while we were dating should have stood out to me as my first clue of our demise, which was this. Honestly, I hate to say it, but you're right. 
girls are always complaining that they want someone sensitive and someone that they can talk to. But secretly, on some level, even though we hate to admit it, we also want someone who oozes testosterone. A man's man. Someone who makes us feel sexy. And then I'm like, okay. But this motherfucker that she decided to, like, you know, go with was not, you know. And, like, he wasn't, you know. Like, I said it before and I'll say it again. Like, okay, remember, this chick wanted to freaking do like atv shit and whatever and that's fine cool cool you know sounds like fun awesome you know she wanted to be super adventurous this dude would play freaking 12 to 14 hours playing dungeons and dragons on a fucking computer now again i'm not dissing that world you know uh, what like if that's what you do go ahead like or you play world of warcraft go ahead more power to you like that's fucking awesome you know what i'm saying but i'm talking about like the complete hypocrisy of the whole shit. It's like, okay, you want you don't want me because you feel that I'm not adventurous enough or blah blah blah. What the fuck is this guy doing? You know what I'm saying? He's playing he's playing this shit. You know? So like I was really pissed at that. Like her reasoning did not make any sense. Again, I'm not saying that she can't be with the dude, whatever. I'm I'm not saying that, but I'm just like, yo, your your reasoning your reasoning isn't sound. You know, so that's what freaking got me pissed. And I fucking hated that dude. And I still hate that dude till this day. I haven't spoken to him because he fucking betrayed me. And then, like, damn, I really wish, I really, really, really wish that I had hit. I still had, I really wish that I still had his apology letter. I probably still have it around this house someplace. I mean, around this room someplace where it's fucking bullshit. He's like, oh, man, you know, I'm sorry, man. You know, if I, if I knew that, you know, you and she really meant to you you know she really meant something to you i wouldn't have done anything blah 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 whatever shut the fuck up you know what i mean so it 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 like (laughs) like that shit irks me you know what i mean so like um why does it still hurt because one moses giving me that trash apology you know and moses going after ramona you know and the and and the, okay and i'm gonna say something right now and it's gonna sound completely foolish but once i give my explanation you'll understand why so i wrote down like a, another reason why it still hurts was because you know the whole me introducing her to the to the nintendo wii because of her old console memories and nostalgia and he just swoops in and takes it this is what i mean by that by the by that sentence so while we were dating whatever the you know, uh, the 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 announcement of the Nintendo Wii was coming out. Remember the Wii, the freaking Nintendo system that you play with just one remote, and you can um, play all, all, virtually all the games that came out with that system with that remote, or of course, you know, with the addition of the nunchuck, right? So, you know, I I'm a huge Nintendo fan, so I could not wait for this thing to come out. But then they also had a an additional a bonus feature within that system. And that it was called the Nintendo Wii Shop, all right? And in that shop, you can purchase old, like, old games that you used to play when you were younger. Like Nintendo games, Super Nintendo games, Sega Genesis, Graphics 16 You can buy all those things and play it on that same console. 
you know so that was a really cool inventive thing because you know you go oh my god i remember i used to play sonic 2 when i was little blah 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 well guess what you can play it now in its original form you know what i mean so that was really cool right so like i could not wait for that system to come out so i could you know introduce it to her you know what i mean and then and it'd be a good thing it'd be something that we could um uh have in common with you know compatibility remember and stuff and you know we broke up and then you know a a year year and a half later i see i think either on her myspace or something like that she's playing like you know original mario kart with him and i'm like what the fuck this guy got the wii too like i mean the wii as well like he like he bought it you know what i'm saying and then now now he's fulfilling the thing that i wanted to do with her and that hurt a lot and i know that might seem trivial and stuff like that which is why i found another uh example to uh uh bring it to like i guess a more mature level where um i never watched this show but on uh, on insecure i heard that in the like there's a certain season four episode where um isa ray you know her character is talking to somebody and talking to somebody about lawrence right and she's saying that like oh oh like lawrence is with uh man condola cordelia i think condola or something like that so lawrence is with this woman right and lawrence is in a good place you know he's 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 built himself up and stuff like that and and he's with you know uh he's matured and he's with you know what's her face uh uh, cordola or something like that right and she's mad is because she brought him to that state you know what i mean so she's saying that why is she why is cordola whatever why is she she feel isa feels that she is um benefiting from the work that isa put in and it's unfair because you know whoever put the work in should get the spoils you know what i mean but like now this other woman is getting the spoils only because isa did the work you know and it's the same thing like i said it's the effort thing you know like i i i bigged it up i bigged the freaking nintendo wii up and everything and like i thought that was gonna bring us closer together you know because we would have quality time you know quality time is one of the five love languages and we were having a good time you know so i thought that this was gonna be good this guy swoops in and just like and i'm telling you she was so fascinated about like this contraption like what this nintendo Wii does all this stuff and i'm like yeah it does all that shit and she was like oh wow like that's that's crazy and i'm like yeah I, I, yeah i know it's crazy i can't wait for it to come out and i can't wait to you know play with you and stuff like that boom you know fast forward time flies bang she you know he like he's there chilling and the, and they're and they're you know freaking whatever uh i don't know two uh two pigs in a blanket <laughs> you know what i mean so it fucking sucks so yeah like, yeah and, oh oh here it is here's the freaking quote so she's like i don't know i got the nigga with potential you know i got the work in progress it took a lot of support and patience i feel like she's reaping all the benefits of his time with me yeah so it was a uh it was insecure season four don't know what episode 
But essentially, yeah, that's what it is. It's like, fuck. This guy, you know, I put in all this work. And then, you know, he just comes in, you know, being his dick, dick ass self. And then he freaking, you know, he, he rules the day. He wins, you know, and it fucking sucks. It really, it truly sucks. But, you know, there you go. So, and um, just to let you know, I think, I don't know, they got married in like, I don't know, fucking 2012 or some shit. But like, I think they probably at least, they pro- they probably celebrated their, oh man, I don't know, shit. I don't know if they've been together for, I don't know if they've been together for 10 years or they're going to celebrate their 10 year anniversary. I don't know. But regardless, um, they've been together and they're still together till this day, at least from my knowledge, you know what I'm saying? They're still together. So there you go. He, he, he won, <laughs> but yeah, but were we compatible? No, we were not. Uh, so like, yeah, you know, it sucks, but uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's the way that that is. Yeah. So, um, so next up is, uh, Brutus. Brutus was, a uh, Brutus was hurtful. Brutus was hurtful. So how we met, we met online. We met on an OkCupid and, um, I have our pros and cons. Oh yeah. So I forgot to tell you, sorry. So I will have, you know, how we met our pros and cons, fun times, sad times. Are we compatible, you know, compatibility and were we compatible? Okay. That's with uh, every relationship that I'll I'll put. That that's how that's how I'm grading it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, the pros, the, the pros that I have, I said I treat I uh, I treat her with care and respect you wholly, as opposed to other suitors who shat on you consistently. Um, we have a good friendship. We enjoy each other's company and communicate well. Um, good ingredients for a foundation to a budding relationship. Three, we connect sexually, which is important. Four, we make each other feel better about ourselves despite our insecurities. We, you know, we elevate and uplift. Um, cons, though. Um, uh, loss of friendship because of me possibly not stepping up to the plate. Slash not reaching your standards as a man. Two, clashing of ideologies. You know, aka we're good on the surface, but the real shit has yet to be untapped. Three, distance, one of your priority issues with me. I'm not closer to you to be there within reach of you and your house in case you need me. Um, number four, I don't have whatever uh, the your previous men have had um, uh, to, to instantly grab your attention and keep you interested in me. I feel like I'll ultimately be a placeholder for you until your real man comes along to give you what you need to fulfill your life goals. Basically, love is not enough to keep you. And number five, misplaced feelings. You might be more worried about a missed opportunity with me, more so than actually thinking we're good for each other or compatible romantically. Could spell disaster and disappointment all around. And that's what came to pass, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Number four and five of those cons, you know what I mean? So, but the fun times we had, yeah, we went out, we went out for four, we went out for four months. I mean, it was really short, but like, it was cool. Cause like, it was like my first real adult relationship. You know, she had like her own apartment. Um, it was really cool. Uh, you know, we had fun times. Um, I remember we used to play, I mean, uh, 
um, she got a Wii, <laughs> which is funny, ironically enough. So we would play Guitar Hero all the time and all that stuff. And and one of the cool things that I used to do for her, you know how you do like those sentimental things. So like I remember she needed a she needed a guitar for Guitar Hero. And if you guys don't know, Guitar Hero is a video game that you play with. I don't want to say actual instruments, but instru- like a the guitar shaped as no a controller shaped as a guitar <laughs> and you would play um you would quote unquote play the songs that would be on the screen so one time i got a guitar for her and it wasn't like custom made whatever it was it was you know a nice like yellow guitar but the cool thing was was that the the guitar unbeknownst to me but it was really cool that it was a like a coincidence so i really can't take that much credit for it but that uh the guitar that i got for her i remember i was watching this video this bruce springsteen video and he had a guitar similar to the guitar that i got and i was like oh that's cool but the cool thing was of course you know bruce uh bruce springsteen is a you know a new jersey legend and this girl was from new jersey so i thought that was cool but the cool thing was the video that i was watching he was performing his song jersey girl so i was like oh wow i was like this is so cool and i i think i i'm pretty sure i told her about it i was like look like i got this guitar you know it resembles bruce springsteen you know jersey legend and you know he's performing it and you know he's performing jersey girl that's you you know like you are you are my jersey girl um but i don't know if she ever i don't know if she got the ever got the connection not to say that she's like an idiot <laughs> you know but you know she i guess she thought like that was you know cute or whatever but i mean i thought that was cool um but yeah there was just there was just i don't know there was just good times but definitely definitely bad times because i remember when i don't know remember we only we were only going out for like four months but i think like maybe like a month month and a half in she was saying like yo like can you because i think we lived maybe 30 35 minutes apart from each other so not not too bad but she would be like yo like when do you like do you think you can like move in and i'm like move in the f- what are you talking about like we just just started going out you know but like you know later in life i i find out that like she likes to have her men move in at a accelerated pace you know and i'm just like yeah i mean again of of course i I didn't know we were only gonna go out for four months so it's like you know a month in or maybe two months in you know we were talking about it and i'm like no i don't think so because i i can't i don't have the money for that like i I can't and also too like i never really i've never done that till this day i haven't done that like moved in with a woman or, or or even moved in moved out on my own you know so that was a huge deal for me but like i couldn't do it and of course we you know we just did not have um we weren't seeing eye to eye after that but then of course you know again an old uh, an old bow like come sneaking in and you know freaking takes what's his and she you know obliged you know what i mean so that's when i really felt like oh wow i was a placeholder you know what i mean wow that's 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 really cool so after we broke up you know um she's like um you know yeah after we broke up 
she started freaking you know a couple months like later she because we broke up we broke up and we went out in april of 2008 and we broke up in august of 2008 so like in september october um she started calling me i started crying and all that stuff and i'm like what what are you crying for it's like oh he doesn't look at me anymore and all this stuff and like he um you know i try to get his intention and he doesn't you know want to be with me blah 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 i'm like okay you know but like again you know me being the like the nice guy slash idiot you know i tried to freaking help her relationship you know help her for the guy that she left me for you know so like that was a fucking you know dumb move and and i guess you know i mean the word wasn't invented then but we'll say right now i was definitely a simp you know um but i was like you know i wanted to take the high road you know what i mean so that's what i did um but yeah we were not uh uh that that was that was truly hurtful and um but i mean but uh, again like that that was that was that was the sad times you know but uh but again compatibility is associated with similarity in all areas that count couples who are compatible are similar in terms of tastes values interests life goals and etc so i have this old clip because we used to do a podcast with each other, um, which was very, a lot of people liked it. It was very fruitful and it was very fun. And, you know, if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be in the podcast game, you know, so I do have to give credit to her for that. But, you know, hearing this audio, it kind of makes me angry. Well, I mean, well, listen to it first. Here it is. I've told you and I've told others that you're my like my better half because mm-hmm. you're a little nicer than I am but you're like exactly like me right like you get me mm-hmm. and that's cool mm-hmm. like if I do something you're not like why did you do that you're like oh I know why you did it <laughs> um so I, that's how I defined our, our relationship like we're each other's like we balance each other kind of yeah so and yeah. I appreciate that because mm-hmm. everyone needs a little balance yeah definitely so yeah right right come on man like how do you say something like that to you know somebody else and 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 mind you like this was um this was years after like we broke up like we had we we absolutely had a falling out like i said we didn't um we broke up april 2008 no no no, i'm sorry august 2008 and i didn't speak to her again until 2015 okay so seven years of radio silence because i was fucking pissed about what she did you know because then i learned after like you know she gave me like a month and a half to figure out if i'm gonna move in with her but then you know the dude that she ended up with you know he moved in super quick and then stayed there for like three years but those three years were garbage, you know, like he didn't, he didn't care about her. Remember, like, I remember I told you about the thing with the guitar and all that stuff. Well, like he didn't do shit for her. Like I remember for her birthday and again, simp mode, but kind of like petty too, because like I wanted to give her a gift like the year after like we broke up. Um, So I gave her like three gifts and like, like really like sentimental gifts that like, you know, meant something, and, you know, and she had a party, and I, and I, we had a mutual friend, so I, so I gave the mutual friend the gifts to give to her at her party, and she's opening up these gifts, 
in front of her in front of the dude and the dude can't say shit you know what i mean because like he didn't he didn't get her anything you know and you know she's like crying and all this stuff it's like oh my god like these are like so like sentimental blah blah because she knows that she fucking fucked up you know and that guy was fucking horrible he was horrible he didn't fucking care about her they got into constant arguments you know um i don't even know if they had much in common or if they were compatible probably not because they're not together anymore you know, ironically enough, she's married to somebody who's much like me, you know, but better. Um, so I'm very happy about at least that aspect. And um, at least on my end, we have a love and hate relationship. Like, I mean, it's cool that she's doing what she's doing. And, you know, she'll hit me up every so often. I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> but like, because, you know, I'm still I'm still like petty at that thing. You know, like I, I forgave her for what she did, but I'm never going to forget you know, so it, it, it still, it still irks me, you know, that she, that she did that, um, oh, speaking of, there's a, hold on, there's a, um, if I could find it, there's a, um, a meme that, uh, no, a post that, actually, that says exactly what, I'm talking about okay sue okay so here you go my toxic trait is i get mad about old pain even if i move past it because i still don't understand why i deserved it boom there you go that's exactly it you know what i mean like yeah sometimes i just get mad i'm like because i don't understand why i deserve that you know i didn't it it didn't need to go down like that you know what i mean so i don't know but compatible not compatible um <laughs> so uh yeah i was i was i was so angry at her you know and and like i, I know a lot of people say oh martini never gets mad what no i i would get mad when i got with her because i remember she would she would reach out to me sometimes during that whole uh that 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 dark that dark gap from 2008 to 2015 and i'd be so mad i'd be like yo stop fucking trying to contact me like what the fuck do you want like i thought we were done you know you got with your man leave me alone you know like what do you like what do you want um and you know she she like um yeah, she like she wrote to me. She was like, you know, uh, like uh, in on eight fifteen two thousand thirteen. She's like, I reach out to you on various occasions because I never disliked you, and although I made a poor decision at the time, I felt I felt given where we were in life at the moment, it was going to work out best. We all know how that turned out. I always really liked you and always wanted us to at least be friends. I didn't want us to be enemies or on the outs if we saw each other. Um, I always ask about you to see how you are, mostly because I can't talk to you myself, and I do care. I really don't like breaking ties, especially when there was no real drama between us. I understand us not working out was very upsetting, and it was probably easy for you to not see or talk to me, and I actually applaud you for that. I don't talk to him anymore, and I actually have zero desire, but that's neither here nor there. I stay curious about you. I had actual feelings too, you know. And it's like, fam. <sighs> you know? 
And she's like, we had lots in common. I don't know why I feel I have to justify all of this to you. I would like us to be friends and catch up. If that's if that's not something you want, all I can do is wish you the best and gracefully bow out. Let me know if you think. Let me know what you're thinking, sir. Till then. And it's like, come on, man. And then, yo, I really had to. Ha- I really, I really, um, had to give it to her, out because she was like, you know, I really don't like breaking ties, especially when there was no real, real drama between us. Then I say, understatement of the year. While I was trying to form another relationship, you would call me crying your eyes out about how the wonderful him was being an asshole to you. You'd sit in your car in your garage, not wanting to confront him because you, you'd know there would be a fight. Other times you were in the bedroom and he was on his Xbox Live in the living room completely in his own world. You would call me to console you because you knew I had the right things to say to you. I helped you try to get along with the man you left me for. You know what I mean? And I was like, come on, man. Um, and she's like, regardless, I regardless, I apologize if I hurt you or put a dark cloud over you with our situation. I want you to be happy and not be afraid to love. Please try and let go, not because I want us to be cool, but because you deserve to be happy. You're a great guy, and I'm sorry for any pain I caused you. And this is what I had to say. <laughs> this is what I had to say to her. Despite my anger and frustration at the time, and including now, I ultimately understand why. We're grown and we can be candid. But back then, yes, you were attracted to me and I thought I was a great guy, but I was missing that oomph that apparently he had in spades. He was a man and I was not. You needed me to be a man and I faltered. Even though I would never condone or nor agree with your actions, I understand why you did them. And for that, I can say for the first time that I forgive you, but I will never forget. P.S. I really loathe when women say you're a great guy and I just want you to be happy. Um, I know I'm a great guy. Thanks for noticing. And I was and I was happy when I was with you. But then, you know, breakup story happened. Insert breakup story happened. It's almost as if the chick in the question is indirectly giving out backhanded compliments. You're a great guy. Just not enough for me. And I want you to be happy. Just not with me. You ain't cutting it. You know what I mean? Like, I hate that shit. I just wanted you to be happy. I just want you to be happy, blah, blah. I was happy, bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was good. But why But why does this still hurt? It's because, again, like, um, her calling me multiple times when things were not going well with them. Like, what was I, what, what did you want me to do? <laughs> like go over there and like defend your honor or some shit like i remember one time she was talking to me and she was like oh you know i'm I'm in uh, like boy shorts and stuff like that you know trying to tantalize him because she she would like you know walk in front of the uh screen it's like and you know try to like get him to like notice me and stuff like that we haven't had sex in so long blah 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 i'm like fam he's on his xbox man like we zone out you know we, we don't care what you got on you know we playing the game, but like, but then again, why are you telling me this? Cause I wouldn't have done that to you. You know, we would have been fucking, we would have been fucking, you know, but you decided to go with him. And the thing, the thing that makes it hurt is because it's like, you know, I remember one time instead, of, instead of, you know, telling me like, Oh, um, you know, he was not paying attention to me anymore. She dedicated the song, Thinking of You, 
by Katy Perry. So I don't know if you ever heard the chorus to that song. I mean, I hate that song now just because it reminds me of this situation. But um, let's um, let's hear the chorus. So, oh well, no, you know what? No, let's 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 read the um the first let's read the first lyric, and then let's read the chorus. Okay, so it says compares comparisons are easily done. Once you've had a taste of perfection, like an apple hanging from a tree, I picked the ripest run. I picked the ripest one. I still got the seed. You said move on. Where do I go? I guess second best is all I will know. Cause when I'm with him, this is the chorus now. Cause when I'm with him, I'm thinking of you. What you would do if you were the one who was spending the night. Oh, I wish that I was looking into your eyes. You see this shit? You see this shit? She's laying with this motherfucker. She's laying down with this dude. But yet, she's thinking of me and wishing that I was in his place. When I was in his place. (laughs) You can't fucking leave me in the ground and then fucking, like come back for me when you know you want like you you threw me away that's it you know what i mean like that's the shit that got me fucked up you know and like ah, uh, it, it like oh my god and like i i hate that shit and like what am i supposed to do with that what am i supposed to do with that information what was i supposed to do with that song and and those lyrics that you that i just read you you you're in a budding relationship. I'm I'm in the middle of a budding relationship. What am I supposed to do with that? What 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 is that? What am I supposed to do? Leave my new thing to go back to you? You don't you don't like me, you know. And even if I went back, I still can't move in. I still can't do what this guy apparently did. But you had a shitty relationship with him. You know what I mean? But then but then you realized that you know, that I was good, you know, what, what is it, you don't know what you got till it's gone, and ev- all her friends, like, hated her for that, they were like, wow, you left Martini for this guy, you, you played him for this guy, like, they were, they were, they were all Team Martini, it was crazy, and, um, yeah, you freaking picked, a, like, a, a deadbeat guy over me, but all right, whatever, and, you know, and and with her, I don't want to say current relationship, but back then, you know, with her husband, because she's married now, thank God, um, and congrats to her. But at the beginning, no, not, not even at the beginning of the relationship, with me, she hated superhero movies, right? She was like, oh, this is too dumb, whatever, blah, blah, I don't like it, whatever. But then when she gets with her husband, not to be confused with the douchebag that you know, she left me for, not him, they're two completely different people, but with her husband, who was her boyfriend at the time, she couldn't wait to see Black Panther at midnight, the, you know, the guy who's, who, the guy who's like me, but better, she, she hated seeing movies with me, I mean, I, I, I only made her see, like, one movie, and she was like, oh, I can't stand this, but then, but now, she, you know, she was with a guy who is her husband now, 
Like she's bought she, she and she's the one. She's the one who bought the the midnight tickets to go see Black Panther. And I'm like, what the fuck? I thought you didn't like fucking movies. You know what I'm saying? So again, it's like, what the fuck? It's like somebody who's just like me, but better. You know, she's all for. But me, I just fall short once again. And it's like, come on, man. It's like, the fuck? Whatever. Next person, of course, you know, my ex-fiance. I've talked about her millions of times on this podcast. And you guys are probably sick of her. (laughs) And she hasn't even done a thing, you know. But she's she's a part of this. You know, she's a part of it. Um, how we met? We met on OkCupid. Um, pros and uh, pros and cons. Pros, you know. Come on, man. I fucking, you know, I almost got to marry her. You know, the pros is like, um, she's warm. She's bubbly. She would make an excellent mother. Um, she was sexy. Um, she was fun. Um, let me see, but like. We did, for the most part, we did have the same values and traits, but like not the cons was the life goals. We did not have the same life goals, you know, and that and that's where we fell apart. That's where we fell apart. The fun times, uh, me me finding out that you know she was into comic book stuff, and she was so afraid to mention that to me. I remember when we were starting. Because with her previous relationships, the men would make fun of her for being into those things. So, but me, I was afraid to tell her because I know that because in my previous relationships, the women would feel that those were freaking stupid. You know what I mean? So, but I was like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to go to, you know, Comic-Con and stuff like that. She was like, wait, what? You're into Comic-Con? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh my God, I'm there. I've always heard about it. I've never been there before. Like, oh my God, can we go? I was like, what? Fuck yeah, we could go. I was, yo, that was like one of the happiest times of my life when, when she told me that, can we can we go? I was like, w- w- uh, yes, absolutely. We can fucking go to New York Comic-Con. Are you shitting me? You know, so we went. So we went every year for, for as long as we went out. We went, we went every year. I don't think we missed one year. Um, so we went four times. Um, yeah, the fun times, New York Comic Con, just being with her was great. I loved hanging out with her. Um, proposing obviously was a great time. Um, our first date was medieval times. I took her, I took her to there. She had great fun. I mean, I had great fun too. Um, our first New Year's kiss. I've never had a New Year's kiss before. That was the first one that I ever had. Um, back in 2008 going into 2009 so that was great that was my first new year's kiss and she will always have that uh, obviously you know um she was the first person that i ever proposed to so she will always have that um yeah we had great times but compatible no not compatible because again we just grew apart um with our life goals and stuff because again for me, I want to be a part of the entertainment industry. And for her, she wants to, you know, spread the good word of the Lord, which is fine, which is great, you know. And um, again, she's, you know, <laughs> she's with, um, she's married. 
but she's married to a youth pastor, which is, again, the same thing that I said with the effort thing. Like, I was with her for four years, you know, just about three and a half to four years, you know? Again, blood, sweat, and tears, you know? And I even proposed, okay? I even proposed. She said yes, and then three months later, she said no. And then we ended... Uh, we ended 2012 and three years later she meets her would-be husband in church and this is her words he he's everything that I ever want no he's everything that I prayed for and more so you see so you see the thing that I'm saying with that with that effort meme it's like wow what's the point you know she got literally what she wanted you know, Brutus got what she wanted. Ramona got what she wanted. You know? And it and it's a reoccurring thing with me. Uh yeah, that one hurt. It still hurts. You know, it's it's you know, they got it yeah. It you know, we broke up in twenty twelve. It's twenty twenty two. It's ten years later. I have yet to have a serious a new serious relationship, a long-term relationship. I've only dated a handful of times, um, which we'll continue going on with. Um, but yeah, I've had a real serious relationship since her, you know, and I think about her constantly, you know what I mean? And yeah, it, it, it hurts, man. It hurts. But the thing that hurts is because again, yeah, you know, she was supposed to be my wife, but obviously she's not. But again, just some of the things that, you know, she would say. So it's like, um, there's this one thing that she said a long time ago, you know, back in 2012. Um, I don't want to read, I don't want to say too much because they are personal emails, but I'm only going to say the things that really resonate with my whole arc of this podcast was like them saying things that make you say like whoa how can somebody say that but yet still be able to leave you know but also want you to still be in their life because remember um uh brutus you know got me back in her life you know, and I've said before on previous podcasts that my ex-fiance wanted me back in her life too. Um, but like, that's just not possible. I'm not, I I don't, I have no desire on having continuous conversations with you about your current life and your husband and all that stuff. Now, granted, you didn't leave me for him because we were, I mean, I was there. We had, I mean, you had, multiple uh startups before him but i i have no desire in saying hey what's going on how are you and your husband ugh no <laughs> i'm good i'm 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 fine with that but um um what one of the things was like uh 
she was like, oh, I was just thinking how amazing God is and how he has done so much for us and where he has brought us to and where he is going to take us. Of course, now I'm all choked up and I'm trying not to cry at work. That's one thing. Another thing she says, you know, like, oh, you are so silly, you and your Rick Ross grunt. And I was like, you know, because, you know, I mean, well, Rick Ross is still big. But like back then, <clears throat> I don't know if he came out or like he hit the height of his popularity. But if you ever heard a Rick Ross song, you know, he does this grunt. And like when I heard that, when I heard that initially, I was like, this is like the greatest thing that a rapper can do. You know, because like you know, every, every, not every rapper, but uh, a lot of rappers have a, uh, a call sign, I would say, you know, like DMX had the, you know, the, the, the barking of the dog, you know, like, like row, row, you know, y'all believe no enough now, stop being, stop being greedy, you know what I mean, you know what I mean, this is DMX, you know, and stuff like that, and then, you know, uh, Diddy had, you know, take that, take that, and, you know, people had that, you know, Rick Ross, you know, he has a, oh, <laughs> you know, so, like, I always used to do that to her, and, like, she would laugh, and, you know, she was like, oh, you know, you and your Rick Ross grunt. This is a text, by the way. And she was like, um, I thought it was funny. I just find it silly because I know you. You are very funny. It's one of the reasons why I said yes. Um, and I was like, oh, whoa. I was like, I never knew. Like, I, like, I, and, I, and I told her, I was like, oh, I don't think I've ever heard you, you know, say that you were funny to me. No, no, that that you ever mentioned, like, that I'm funny and she's like oh you know sorry I never mentioned it before but I must say that is one of your most attractive qualities um um and this is <laughs> and this is and this is and this is one of the big things you know this is the one of the big things that is just like this is not not to say that this is one of the reasons why I can't let go but it's the one of the reasons why she pops up in my head a lot and it's like one of those things where it's like wow how did this how did this break up you know what i mean so she goes i want to tell you something oh by the way this is a long ass time ago right this is back in 2012 so like if if it's you know i don't know if she like listens to this or like her husband listens to this fam this was 10 years ago okay this isn't now so don't think that like i'm trying to like go after her or some shit you know what i mean it's like it's it's calm yourself calm your tits okay <laughs> you know it's like oh my god like he's fucking you know like he's trying to break up that relationship i am not you know i'm just saying that this thing is like one of the things that i'm just like wow like this is this is nuts you know um so she goes you know <clears throat> i want to tell you something Yet, it does come from the heart, even though it may sound cheesy. I was driving into work this morning, and I was pondering the thought, uh, like, I was pondering the thought, live like there's no tomorrow. And I really started to think, what if there is no tomorrow? What if today was my very last day on earth? I realized if there was no tomorrow, I would run to be with you because I would want to spend my last moments with you. I was really thinking about that. No one else but you. No. Not even my family. That's what she said, y'all. Okay? That's what she fucking said to me. How the hell do you think 
that I can easily get over something like that. You know what I mean? Like, that's what she thought about me, bro. Like, that's nuts. You know what I mean? So this isn't some, like, easy, like, oh, you know, it's over. Like, okay, you know, she was just a girlfriend. No, this was someone that I proposed to and thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with. You, you understand? That's the That's the big thing here okay so yeah (laughs) that was a big thing okay and this is like this is like a big thing too because this is from like her words and so we used to go to church obviously um and she and this is okay so this is 8 17 2012 so this was a little bit, this was a, m- a month after I proposed to her. And we were, I guess we wanted to get the blessing of the church that we were attending. We were attending Hillsong Church. So she wrote up this thing. Damn, I don't know if I should share this, man. It's nothing, ugh, it's nothing bad. I don't know. You know what? Nah, fuck it. I'm doing it. Because it's nice. You know, it, it, it It's nice. It is. It's nice. Okay. So, she says, you know, um, I wrote to Hillsong about you. um, And she's like, it's probably not the story you would have written, yet it's how I see you. And she was, and I was like, okay. And she's like, do you want me to read it? And I was like, okay, go ahead. And she says, there is a somewhat famous quote that has been circling the World Wide Web the past year or so that states, the greatest things a man can do to a woman is to lead her closer to God than himself, which is where I will begin our story. When I first met Martini, I had I had backslid from my faith. I had always been committed to God and had graduated from Bible college in 2001. I was determined to work in the ministry, yet came to find that working in the ministry is hard and the church and the church I had been working for decided to unapologetically give me the boot in the worst way possible. I felt hurt and was mad at God, therefore made the decision to leave what I once held dear behind. In 2008, I met Martini and we immediately had a great connection. At the time, he was not a Christian, and as he got to know me better, he could tell that there was something missing in my life. He decided to confront the issue and ask me what was up. I told him about how I used to be involved in the church and how I felt that I had a hole in my heart that just could not be filled. He began encouraging me to get back to church and begin giving me gospel music to hear. He then started... He then started to attend my parents' church and would drag me with him. I started to slowly have the hole filled, which was around the same time that the church asked me to lead worship. I then started to pray furiously for Martini, for God to touch him. In 2010, I had been leading worship when I saw Martini running to the front and kneeled at the altar and gave his life to Christ. 
At this point, the church went through a very difficult transition, which made us look for a new church. I started to attend Hillsong NYC in August of 2011, in which slowly but surely, Martini started to join me. We immediately felt at home, but did not make the official move until October 2011. We feel very passionate about our newly found faith, or in my case, re-encountered faith. On July 28, 2012, Martini proposed after almost four years together. I gladly said yes to the man in my life that has always led closer to God than himself. I was like, oh, that's great. And she's like, yeah, it's short and it's sweet. And I was like, yeah, I think they'll like it. And she says, I skipped over some of the details that I thought weren't really vital for the overall story. But that is who you are. I love you. And I said, I love you too. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy, but I, I am glad that I got her back into the faith because ironically, that's how she met her husband, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, it worked out for one of us. So, yeah, um, and then... Yeah, you know, after we broke up, November 25th, 2012, you know, we really didn't speak. We spoke on and off, and then we, like, we had mutual friends, and we went to, like, a wedding. Not with each other, but I went as a guest, and she was the maid of honor. And, like, I felt, like, so mad because I'm like, wow, this is where, this was, it was so awkward because, like, this is where we should be you know but like we're in such different spaces it was so fucking awkward like i just i had to like leave early i left that wedding early because I, I was like i can't i can't be here like what am i doing here i can't be here i didn't mess up the wedding they already got married and all that stuff so that was all good but then like i skated out there because like I, I couldn't deal with it um and i wrote to her i was like look listen you know i i feel so bad about that because you know i was just looking at those people up there and they're they're getting everything that they ever wanted and i was just mad that like you were up there too and i couldn't and you were what i wanted and i couldn't have you and all that stuff and you know she wrote back to me she was like listen you know um i did want to tell you that you need to stop looking at others and what people around you have achieved yet try to achieve your own happiness your own success stop blaming everyone around and stop blaming god he isn't playing tricks on you or trying to kick you in the ass god isn't like that he wants only the very best for you and is literally dying to help you all you have to do is turn to him and ask and trust that he is doing what he promised god is not angry he is loving and caring and isn't a big mean kid with a large magnifying glass and we are the ants um you know, she was saying, you know, that like, you know, even though there's like so many things that like remind her of me and all and, and you know, the, the people that are into her life and all that stuff, you know, she was like, she was, you know, she, she said, you know, one of her last things was like, you know, one, my one desire for you is that you find your calling and pursue it like you pursued me, like you pursue, like you pursued to buy me that beautiful ring. I want you to have that drive for the things that will change your life, that will make you happy and usher in the destiny that has already been laid out before you. 
God may show you the door, but it's your responsibility to open it and walk through. I know that you can do it. If you put your mind to it, nothing is impossible. Um, my phone is always open, you know? Um, so like, yeah, she said that. So, and of course, why does this, why does this still hurt? I mean, come on. I just told you why it still hurts. <laughs> you know, also too, she was, she was a very big music person. She dedicated uh, Paramore's You Are the Only Exception. Basically, you know, she was saying that she was done with love before me. But, you know, when she met me, like, that, that like, wiped away uh, everything. Yeah, so the lyrics are, When I was younger, I saw my daddy cry and curse at the wind. He broke his own heart and I watched as he tried to reassemble it. And my mama swore that she would never let herself forget and that was the day i promised i'd never sing of love if it does not exist but darling you are the only exception maybe i know somewhere deep in my soul that love never lasts and we and we've got to find other ways to make it alone or keep a straight face and i've always lived like this keeping a comfortable distance and up until now i had sworn to myself that i am content with loneliness because none of it was ever worth the risk. But you are the only exception. Again, you see what I'm talking about? You see the shit that I have to deal with on a daily basis in my head <laughs> about these things? About like big, big words like that? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not talking about like big words like fucking like a thesaurus or like fucking like the, the spelling bee but like what i mean is that like those big notions of like adoration that's what i'm talking about like those are the things that when i hear i take them to heart so like when you rip my heart out how can i not feel a void you know how can i not feel inadequate when you take your own words back you know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. And of course, words of affirmation is my number two love language. So these things affect me. They affect me. How can they not? You know what I mean? What Brutus said. You know what Ramona said. And what my ex-fiance said. You you heard what, what was read to you. You know what I mean? Like, shit. <laughs> those things are fucking, those things are diesel, man. You know what I mean? They're freaking diesel. But yeah, like, it still hurts. It still hurts to this day. So I, I don't like it when people are saying like, yo, man, yo, you need to forget her, blah, blah, blah. Yo, get some new bitch, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I, I get it. I get it. I know I know the phrase, oh, the best way to get over somebody is to get under someone else. I get it. But trust me, although I have not been in a serious relationship um, since then, I have I have had sex with people, and that does not work. It's only temporary, you know. And then these words haunt me again. You know what I mean? So it's like that's why I need. That's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I'm doing this episode to cleanse myself of this stuff, you know, to 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 move forward and to see that like yeah, maybe yeah, these people were not necessarily compatible with me. Well, I mean, clearly they're not because I'm not with them. But like. You know, I, I need I need to re rejigger, re-engineer myself to know what compatibility is, regardless of what these women say. And no matter how beautiful and how potent these words are, 
like they're not here are they now they're here with their better you know their better halves and it sucks too because again she's married right and she's married to a guy again who is me but better he loves uh comic book movies he loves fucking um video games you know like um again i was a stalker so yes i saw that that um you know he got a switch you know then the, well they got a switch and the, you know i'm they got a, also a PS4 too, which is probably his. And I know that the Switch is hers because she has a Legend of Zelda uh, decal on it. And I know she loves Legend of Zelda because I used to go out with her. <laughs> so she loves that franchise. So I'm pretty sure she has Breath of the Wild as well, which is a great game, by the way. Um, But yeah, it's like, wow, she again, she got with somebody who is me but better and that and that is always an insult you know and that's not to say that's on them but it's like come on like i can see the similarities you know and i can see the similarities from brutus too from brutus's uh, husband you know so it's like oh god <laughs> you know um it it, it, it stinks when the when, when shit like that happens you know but anyway moving on um so after that, we get to Religious Girl, uh, which is a um, a pun because she's not actually religious. <laughs> she's actually uh, agnostic, and agnostic means that she can go either way, meaning like if there is a God, then fine, there's a God. But if there's no God, fine, there's no God, you know? But me, I mean, I'm not a Christian. Um, I didn't, I didn't like rebaptize myself to be a Christian as much as a uh, my ex fiance would have liked that. I'm still Catholic, but I do believe in God, you know. So that was like a big thing with her. Like for me, I, I, I don't know. Like back then, I, I didn't think I was gonna ever like send my kids to uh, to church or, or go to church myself and stuff like that. I mean, that was never a big thing. I was very I wasn't necessarily anti-church one I'm lazy but two I just didn't want to just do that like it's it's church is very overbearing and stuff like that but but when I went with my ex fiance like that was that was a that place Hillsong was a great time regardless of all the scandals that's going on right now with that church it it is a really good time um but I don't know if I would put that on my uh significant other you know what I mean I don't know but regardless, that that was really like a pointed thing for uh, my for uh, religious girl. So like we, how do we meet? We I think we met on we, uh, I think we met on OKCupid, and um, we went out. We went we went to a diner, and the within five minutes, the first thing that she said to me was like, "Wow, like I think you're gonna be in my life forever." Excuse me, what what was that? What, do you want to repeat that, miss? <laughs> she, you know, she fucking said, you know, like, man, like, I, like, I think, you know, like, like, I, like, I want you in my life forever. Because, like, I was such a breath of fresh air for her, you know? Um, and, uh, I was, I was glad about that, you know, that that felt good. And of course, and I believe I spoke to her, not spoke to her, spoke about her 
in my one of my old uh, episodes, I think maybe episode eight or nine. So I don't want to necessarily retread too much. So you can go back and listen to episode eight and nine to see what I'm t- to see what I'm talking about. But um, they, I mean, things went good for a while. Um, I mean, the pros and cons. I really didn't write them down. Oh wait, I did write them down. Um, hold on. All right, yeah. So I I did have uh, pros and cons. I just had to uh look for it. So um. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I yeah I kept this for a while. Uh, so okay, Let, let's let's get to it. I don't need to hold anything back. <laughs> so okay, so the pros. I'm trying to look for the cons though. Oh, there are the cons. Okay. So the pro, so the pros were creative and nerdy, designing, drawing, and video games. Yeah, she oh she's an amazing like, uh, designer like like graphic artist like amazing so creative nerdy designing drawing video games doesn't drink or smoke not a big partier would rather curl up and talk about space literally like our like one of our first one of our first dates was um going to a park like after hours and like sitting on the bridge uh like literally sitting on the bridge and looking up in the sky and like stargaze. Like she loved stargazing. Loved that shit. Um deep conversation, being open and honest, very empathetic, sensitive, great listener. Um she likes Avatar there, Last Airbender, and she loves uh Korra. Um she likes Shield. I don't know if I don't know if that's the Shield or Agents. Oh no, Agents of Shield. There you go. Uh, Seinfeld um, thoughts thinks about goals, bettering herself, and then what she wants. She wants somebody to make her laugh. Ha- uh, strong family values, good set of morals. Um, and I can't read that last thing. Her um other pros are low maintenance, loves oral sex, takes control. Um. Ooh, I didn't know this. Uh, will kiss me after I eat her out. Hmm, all right, awesome. <laughs> and she's creative and she's imaginative. Um, The cons are her music. That's funny. Um, Suffers from depression and anxiety. Um, Laziness, lack of motivation, low sex drive. Um... Uh, I think this is probably my um, concerns. Um, politics, very little. She talks about sex, very important. Faith, somewhat important. Communication, very nerdy, somewhat. Acceptance and affectionate, very important. Okay, yeah, so those are pros and cons. Yeah, I remember this now, wow. So, yeah, man. Um, what else? Uh Yeah, I remember one of our um our fun time dates where this was at the height, the height, not even the height, the 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 start of it, the craze, the Pokemon Go craze back in um what was that I guess twenty sixteen or something like that? I guess, right? I don't remember, but at the height of it, I remember we went out and uh did our like Pokemon stuff, whatever, and I slipped, you know, slipped in like my first kiss there while we were like, I don't know, 
trying to get a Pokemon, either Pikachu or Gyarados or something like that. I don't know, something cool. But like, we, like, but everybody was outside though. Like that was the coolest thing. Like, it was during the summer and everybody was outside, and we're like, whoa, I've never seen so many people like outside before. It was so awesome. Everybody was on their phones and like trying to like go to like these special posts and stuff. It was freaking awesome. But yeah, um, that was that was a really cool time. Um, sad time was when. You know, I had to, uh, you know, when she, like, found out that how much of, like, a religious, well, I don't even, I don't even want to say how much of a religious person I, I was, because I'm not, but I guess it was just too much for her, it was so, so it was so weird, because, like, my ex-fiance, I wasn't, I wasn't religious enough for her, and this one, I'm too religious for, so it was just, it was crazy because we were talking about kids and how to raise them and stuff. And again, I, I, I didn't, I don't think I had anything crazy to say, but I guess she didn't like what I was saying. And then that was it. And then we broke up. Um, and it says, you know, why does this still hurt? And I, and I say, yeah, one after our date, one day after our date, she meets her husband. Um, cause I, we picked out, we went out July 8th of that year right and you know she recently got out of uh, like a i think like a four-year like uh relationship so she was dating around you know re-sowing those wild oats or whatever so she went out on a date with me and you know again that that whole thing oh man i, I picture you being in my life forever mm, wonderful so she had dates lined up so i was one and apparently um the dude who she would eventually marry was the next day and of course i didn't know that until we broke up and then you know we're because we were friends on facebook and then when they became like the facebook official relationship she put july 9th and i was like why does that why does that name i mean why does that date look familiar so i went back to my calendar and i saw that you know oh date with religious girl i'm like wait what she was going out with him the next day so you know after we faltered we only went out for a month you know things revved up with him and then you know they're still married to this day and also he um specializes in the mental illness that she has (laughs) so like again effort there there's no reason for it (laughs) you know me like how did how the fuck did she meet a guy who specialized who went to school and is getting a career, and is getting in a career in the mental illness that she has so i never stood a chance come on guys come on <laughs> ridiculous it's ridiculous but that's 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 the way the cookie crumbles man so freaking so we got uh next one is a yoga chick that was a that was fun (laughs) um because um how we met we met on okcupid of course no wait did we yes we met on okcupid as you can see okcupid was my go-to uh dating site um and i don't and i don't know how uh people didn't get lucky on that side and i don't mean lucky like ass but like you know get dates um but uh okay cupid is my uh is my old faithful it's very hard for me to like i mean i've tried the other ones like tinder and <clears throat> match and all that stuff i haven't i haven't 
tried match in a very long time but i know hinge is a new thing that seems interesting to me so you know if i ever get back into the dating world maybe uh hinge will i don't know maybe i'll try something new but as of right now ugh, uh, drudging back all these things i'm like why why am i gonna date <laughs> you know what i mean but uh yoga chick we met on okay cupid um it was it was some pros because of course we had some things uh in common um like our love for like cartoons and all that stuff but like we had a big we had a big con because i remember it was 61 percent compatibility um literally compatibility on uh okay cupid so you know how that is you know so i'm like Ooh, 61 that's fucking low that's not even a passing grade you know but she was like oh no i think we can you know i think we we can still like uh, have things work out blah 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 and i'm like mm, i don't know but you know, I, I put in my two cents. I was like, you know what? Fine, let's go. F it. Let's do it. And then, of course, this was, and I've talked about her before. This is the one where, you know, she didn't like being touched. And, of course, my number one love language is uh, physical touch. So that was rough. But, um, I mean, after a month, we, like, you know, uh, held hands. So that, that was fine, you know. And, of course, I never wanted to, like, pressure her into that stuff. If she didn't, you know, she, she created a boundary and there was the boundary. So... Um, were we compatible? No, because not only was she a, uh, um, not only was, um, she a yoga instructor or whatever, she was a vegan, so couldn't have any meat. So like when we, um, went dating, I would have to find a vegan spot for her and, and like, and, and, you know, sometimes you would think that like, oh, you know, okay, she's vegan, but you know, she's not gonna make me be vegan too but like she necessarily didn't but like she didn't feel that like you know it's it's being like unequally yoked in like religious terms like you know how are you gonna eat the thing that i can't eat like in front of me you know what i mean it's, it's kind of like i don't know like if someone's on a trying to get on a diet or something like you're not gonna eat the fattiest foods in front of the person who's trying to diet you're you know you're trying to be considerate so i would look up you know, vegan places around my spot, and she would look up vegan places around her spot. And I was like, damn, well, all right. You know, I like her, and, you know, if this is how life is going to be, then, oh, all right, well, I guess I'm going to give up meat. So, like, I just gave up meat just like that. I mean, I, I, I really didn't, but I was like, you know, when I went out with her, I would eat vegan food, you know? And I, would, and I was scared because I'm like, man, if this, if like, this is all that vegan food's going to be, like, you know, like the tofu and shit like that, but it wasn't though. Like she's she's the one who really introduced me to like a wide variety of vegan food that's like not like the tofu and like fucking soy sauce and then like like the tofu blocks and soy sauce and like that's it. Nah, like these things look like quote unquote real food. And I was like, whoa, okay, maybe I can live like this, you know. But of course, we you know we did that thing. But so yeah, so um, so yeah, um. So with her, I mean, um, one of, one of the things that she wrote to me, which was like, yeah, I like what I read. I, I, what? I like what I read. Oh, about uh, my profile. She was like, I like what I read. I think we'd have chemistry. I'm a yoga, I'm a yoga dork. I really like, ner I like being nerdy about Ayurveda food art. And I was like, hmm, okay. I can see that you're really looking for someone to adopt that lifestyle and being a vegan and such. I really can't see myself getting into that. I do see some similarities between us. And I'm also, 
you know, a Pisces. So I can see where we would get along and have chemistry, but I feel the compatibility might not align. And she's like, I'm not interested in converting or having a clone. I'm not looking for anyone to not be who they are. It's only harmony in my lifestyle. So, yeah. I was like, all right. But, like, at the same time, I remember she we, we would talk into, well, kind of intimately. She was like, yeah. Oh, she was a fucking, uh, she was celibate, too. So, like, mm, trifecta, fucking yoga and um, yoga, vegan and celibate. It's like, god damn. You know, so clearly we weren't gonna have sex uh until like she got married <clears throat> and she was like yeah it would feel really weird if i like you know had sex with a meat eater because i would feel the meat and you know pun intended you know i would feel i i can you know feel the meat and you know like the sweat and all that stuff and i and i get it i i, I like i i do get it i mean it might seem like horse shit but like i do get what she means you know like you can once you've been it's kind of like when you've been like on a diet and you've been really good and then like you eat you you bite into a burger and you feel disgusting you're like oh i'm i just ate cow flesh you know what i mean so like i completely understand that in the sexual sense so fine um but yeah but so were we compatible no <laughs> because look at all those things we ain't having sex i fucking love sex i can't touch her physical touch is my number one love language and she's vegan like um i like to fucking have food i like ribs <laughs> you know what i mean i like fried pork so it's like what am i doing you know why did why did i even and and i knew like like even even i said it in there i knew we were gonna be compatible but i tried it anyway because you know what the heck right you know, but like, you know, it kind of hurt us in the end. And also, I didn't like two things that I didn't like about this woman. One, I don't like that. Like when we broke, when we broke up, she sent me a letter saying that, like, oh, you know, because oh, well, you know, I sent her a letter saying, like, hey, you know, I don't think it's gonna work out, blah blah, whatever. You know, we should part our ways. And then she was like, oh, well, okay, yeah, I felt that too, blah blah blah. But you know, you could have like tried more into like you know trying to touch me if that was like a problem for you blah 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 and i'm like whoa excuse me in my head i'm like oh, i didn't i didn't write back to her because i was like fuck it i'm done but i'm like you can't tell me that i should have tried more in touching you when you said don't touch me you know what i'm saying like do you want me to be a rapist like or do you want do you want to label me a rapist like that's literally going against the fucking boundary that you laid out like, you know what I mean? I'm just telling you my grievances. Like, damn, it sucks that I we we can't fucking touch, you know, because, you know, you don't want to touch. And and, and that and that's fine. That's your thing. But, like, don't fucking tell me, like, oh, well, you could have, like, uh, you know, tried harder. What the fuck are you talking about? And that's the bullshit that I don't like because a couple months after me, she goes out with somebody who looks like me, is a little taller than me, has dreads. And you see them hugging up in a picture. I'm like, what the fuck is this? But then again, but he was, um, what's it called? He was a, a fucking, um, he was a yogi person too. He, he, he was a, he was a yoga person. So like, obviously, boom, again, the effort thing that I said, you know, I tried my, my damnedest, but boom, there's fucking Captain America, you know, yoga man. He comes out of nowhere and does his thing. And then now they're all hugging up touching in touching in um in uh in pictures and shit 
You know, and I'm like, wow, two months after me and this guy got farther than me? You know, I'm like, this fucking sucks. You know? I was so mad about that. But the thing that I'm really mad at, ho, 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 the thing that I'm really mad at. So, okay. So one afternoon, right? Um, We were going out. It was in the fall, okay? And we did one of the things that, like, I've always wanted to do with a, a significant other, which was to go apple picking because she lived near like an apple orchard and i was like oh my god like this is awesome this is what the freaking this is what happens in the movies and all this shit you know what i'm saying like this is the like this is the romantic shit you know like oh man this is great i get to do this you know what somebody i was i was ecstatic so we went and we you know we're having a good time and i decided to take a picture of her you know while she wasn't like noticing whatever um and i took a picture of her and till this day it, it's one of it it is my favorite picture of her um it, but uh, you know and then we fucking you know pick pick the apples and all that stuff and then we went home and we made an well we went to her house and then we cut cut them up put them in an apple pie crust and made a freaking like apple pie with fucking like i think like cashew nuts on top of it or whatever it was just a fucking slamming ass pie and like i love that whole that whole thing, you know what I'm saying? It was so good. But then, of course, you know, the, the the fall down happened and all that shit. And then, you know, I was like, what? Like, you want me to fucking touch you when you said that? You know, I, I, well, you know, I, I should have been, like, not man enough. But, like, you know, I should have, I mean, essentially man enough to, like, do that. Like, like break down your boundaries and whatever. I'm like, whatever. Shut the fuck up. So, like, so, you know, again, you know, Mr. Stalker. So, like, I go to her profile and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I see my picture of her right and I, i'm pretty sure i sent this to her you know because i because I, I showed her to her i remember I, I think i distinctly remember the saying that like oh wow this is one of my favorite pictures of you so you know <clears throat> months later you know I, I i see the picture that i sent you know my favorite picture but then like on the bottom of it it's like oh you know hey going to work you know, going to my favorite yoga spot at work, blah, blah, blah. And she gives the address, and I'm like, what the, what? Bitch, you, you weren't going to work. You know what I'm saying? You were hanging out with me. So I was like, whoa, like, you repurposed my picture. Like, the, the my favorite picture of you, mind you, you know, for and you turned it into an ad? <laughs> you know, I was so pissed, and I was like, nah, 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 she didn't do that. So, like, I went back to my um my gallery and i saw my picture and i was like what the yeah this is my picture that i sent to her and she repurposed it i was like yo that's fucking messed up you know and i was like i don't know this was like maybe 2017 i think maybe we went out and i think like in like 20 like 18 2019 she fucking like wrote back to me and was like hey no not wrote back to me um she sent me a instagram friend request and i was like what no <laughs> click delete like no that's not happening you know what i mean so i was that was done with that but i mean but that hurt but but because uh, like that was just like backhanded you know what i mean like you you didn't need to do that and i and i hated that whole like oh you should have tried harder like <sighs> i hate when women want you to de defy their own rules that they made for themselves just to prove 
how manly you are by not listening to them. You know what I mean? You see, you see that weird spider web of a thing like that concocted convoluted thing and 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 women think that that's logical you know so you want me to defy your reasoning and your boundaries to see if i'm really about that life that like oh like look what he did okay good yeah i'll I'll definitely like go out with him now or whatever because he defied what i wanted like you know what i mean like what like i don't know whatever man um next is don't worry we don't we don't have too too long to go all right i know, I know you're getting bored <laughs> and my voice is going <laughs> um oh hiking chick oh my god so hiking chick we met back in high school and um we met back in high school I actually went to the prom with her for for anybody who remembers me and remembers my prom date there you go and um the, I, I shouted her out so so now you know but um so uh yeah we went out no we didn't go out. Um, you know we didn't speak to each other for like how many years you know what i mean for like you know damn near two decades and then we started getting really cool on facebook and i decided to like hey like you know hey, let's go out sometime so we went hiking we went hiking to bear mountain um a uh local you know hiking mountain area whatever so we went it was really fun and i was like yo you know i fucking like i mean i mean i liked her back then too i mean uh, but you know i was like yo she's she all right um pros and cons i mean she was cool i mean she was very well learned she was an, an excellent writer and she has a book out too so i i know she's really good at that um cons i mean I really don't remember any cons. Not to say that she didn't have any cons. I just don't remember any cons. But um so yeah, after after the after the hiking after the hiking trip, um I was like, you know what? Yeah, I like this chick, man. You know, I'm gonna Oh, after the hiking trip we went to we went to a diner, you know, to re um satiate our hunger. Resuscitate ourselves. So you know, I was like, yeah. Oh, no, no, we we went out twice, actually. My bad. We went to the city. We went down to the city first. And then that's when I was like, yo, maybe I should try something. Because, like, she, she started talking to me about, like, M. Night. And I was like, oh, yeah. You're like, I love M. Night. And then we started talking about books and writing. We went to a writing course. We went to, um, uh, um, I think Gotham, Gotham Writers Workshop or something like that. And that was really cool. It was really cool. Um, she even went, oh, man, I'm, I'm having all these memories now. She even went to a friend of mine's birthday party that we went to, um, and um, that was fun because she was she was visiting from um, like another state and she wanted to really party in New York City. So uh, we all went down, and um, that was a really fun time. We went to karaoke. You know, we danced with each other for a bit. Um, this was really when. Um, I feel it coming uh by uh the weekend and Daft Punk was out. So that was really fun. Um I was like, Oh man, like you know, I'm starting to like her, you know? And it's so funny because now I'm remembering like with the karaoke thing, um, and it was like in New York City, so like I requested a song, um what was it? 
was it if you if you're gone i know it was a matchbox 20 song it was either if you're gone or let her cry that i requested and i don't know why i did that i mean i know why i did that because it's 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 sort of it's sort of a weird thing that i'm realizing with myself that i like to make a dramatic ending to a relationship before i uh start anew or 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 tell myself okay this is over now i can go to the next one um because i remember the if you're gone or let her cry i think it was let her cry um because that that song reminds me of uh, my ex-fiance the third verse preferably um and um yeah and um uh I remember I wanted to sing that song. Mind you, this is New York City. I would have I can't sing. I would have got trounced, but I wanted to do that cuz like in my head I was like, "Oh no. I found my next person. This is going to be my next person." And I remember that I remember doing that for I remember going on a I remember okay, so a friend of mine had like this uh spoken poetry place, you know, and every weekend, I mean, not every weekend, every week he would, you know, host it and whatever. So, like, one time it was a Valentine's Day special. And I went there with my ex-fiance, who was my girlfriend at the time. It's, you know, f- our, our first Valentine's Day together, right? Or Yeah. And um, I made a poem. I, I was so nervous. I was sweating. I remember that. And she was like, oh, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So, like, I went up there and I wrote a poem to... Brutus, the one before my ex-fiance, but not to say that I love her or whatever, but to make, to say like, I'm done with you, whatever, you know, like that type of sentiment. And like, I wish I still had that poem. Like it was so good. And I loved it. Even what's her face? Brutus loved it too. Like she was like, yo, you really tore me a new asshole. Where is that poem? I need to read it again. And I was like, yo, I don't know where it is. I I'm so mad that it's gone like forever in the annals of time. But yeah, I wrote that. I wrote that and I said it aloud to everybody and everybody liked it. They really, really liked it. My girl, on the other hand, my ex-fiance, was kind of miffed because she was like, whoa, like you dedicated like a poem to your ex on Valentine's Day in front of me. And yes, those optics sound very bad. But I told her, no, I did it because of you because I was saying like, I'm done with this bitch. I'm totally yours, you know, like... Um, but she didn't like that, but later on, she, like, she got it. So, again, I wanted to, like, end this thing with my ex-fiance, and <clears throat> not that there was a thing, you know, we were done, but, like, for me to, like, close the chapter and, like, sing Let Her Cry, I think, it was, I'm pretty sure it was Let Her Cry, um, but we left the karaoke bar before then. And, and it was so funny because, like, right when we were leaving, like, they called my name. They're like, Martini Jean, up to the stage. And I was like, whoa. And then I was leaving. And then I was like, oh, thank God I didn't do that to myself. Um, but, yeah, I, I just remember that. That was so weird. But, anyway, that was, like, the first time we really hung out. And then the second time was the hiking thing and all that stuff. So then we were at the diner. And I was like, yo, you know, um, hey, I'm really feeling you, blah, blah, blah. I was like, so you ever think about, like, you know, you and me being an item or something? She's like, oh, that's cool. But, like, you know, I'm really stressed out right now. I'm really jaded because, you know, I'm still dealing with, like, you know, like an ex and blah, blah, blah. And, like, I don't think that I'll be in a relationship anytime soon, blah, blah, blah. 
until like you know I get over him and I was like yo same Z's like I get it I totally understand no problem all good meanwhile two weeks later I see on her Facebook that she has a plus one to her brother and her sister's wedding you know separate weddings and she has a plus one she's like oh my god like i have a plus one you know i can finally say i have a plus one and it's so cool because before like you know it's kind of sad that your younger siblings were getting married before you but i have a plus one to take to this party i mean to take to the weddings so you know whatever praise the lord blah blah blah. and i was like what the fuck i was like hold up 18 days later first of all you said that you were jaded about being in a relationship and you never thought you'd be in a relationship ever again and then now 18 days later you miraculously have a plus one to both of your weddings I mean, both of your siblings weddings like why would you bring this new dude to something like that where did this guy come from you know but there so have it she's fucking married to him and i think they have like two kids now i mean i definitely have one but uh they have two kids and i'm just like the fuck man like i have the fucking worst luck in the world like everybody that i deal with you know they fucking get married um to somebody like right after like i you know i got that juice or something i don't know so but that but that's why it still hurts because of that thing because that whole plus one thing like that i'm never gonna forget so we got i think we got two more Yep, so with, um, no, three, we got three more, all right, yeah, we got three more, so with, uh, this girl named Millie, um, I knew her through, I, I know, I knew her older brother, I mean, we were cool, whatever, but, um, I knew her from him, clearly, um, but we really just interacted through Instagram, mainly, um, and I would, you know, um, you, you, well, you see, you, you, ho- well, hopefully you follow me on uh, my uh, Instagram, you know, T I N Q P O D, Tink Pod. And, you know, I would just, um, well, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily on this thing. It was on my personal um, Instagram. But I'm just saying, like, you see the frequency in how I post things that are reflective of what I'm feeling or, or, you know, just good posts. And she would, and she would always say, Oh my God, like you, you really, um, you like, you really get me or, or whatever. Or like, this is really cool. This, this stuff's cool. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's cool. Like, and she's like, Oh, I think we should meet up because we have like the same minds and stuff. I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. So, you know, I meet with her. Oh, gorgeous. Like she's so cute, super gorgeous, fatty, like, <laughs> fat ass like damn you know um but she was really cool and like we were really intellectually there but then you know we just have a really big like age gap and i was like man that fucking sucks because like she was really awesome um but like but then like i didn't like how she just like started like ghosting me and started just like oh you know uh, uh distancing herself from me and i'm like y'all i'm not like i'm not a predator and you know like what like we were we were cool it was all good just a week ago you know what i mean like what's going on man like but now millie millie was cool it's just that it, it, it just looks that it, it never like really went anywhere and i haven't heard from her since like i haven't heard from her since like i don't know 2019 or something like that 
Like it's it's bad. <clears throat> now we fucking woo. This was a big one. So this is this is Eve. We met. Uh, actually, we met. We mm, at the time. Okay, twenty nineteen. So at the time, we met ten years ago. Um, I used to work with her, her then boyfriend, right? And she would come all the time, you know, to the uh, store um, that I that we all well that him and me and the boyfriend worked at, you know, and all this stuff. And then like she would like flirt with me and blah blah blah. But I'm like, yo, calm down, man. I'm like, I'm cool with your mans, <laughs> you know, your mans in them, but no, but like, we were, we were like really cool, and she would just be openly flirty and stuff like that, um, and then they, they had like a big, like falling out, whatever, and then like six years later after that, I was like, all right, you know, hey, let me freaking see what's up, you know, so I did, but then she like beat me to the punch, and she was like, yo, and you know, I, like, I like you and stuff, and I'm like, oh shit, like word, I'm like yeah. So I was like, all right, you know, let's let's see where we can take this. So, um, uh, we we we, yeah, well, yeah, well, that's how we met. But freaking, um, what's it called? Uh, um, pros, pros, okay, pros, big boobs, yes, shit huge boobs uh homebody she's a geek she likes comics movies tvs media she's a creative she's a writer she's supportive independent not clingy doesn't need constant attention she's opinionated communi- communicative assertive uh marriage and family oriented progressive doesn't care for gender roles cute attractive and great conversation cons she's very she has a very matter of factly attitude she drinks uh doesn't like being doesn't like being affectionate no pda anti-cuddling touching lack of chemistry lacking in romance um and sexually repressed so those are big cons for me uh concerns not being loving enough um is fine with or without me um, I, I, yeah, she used to say that a lot, like, like, you know, like with or without you, you know, I can do this with or without you. Like, that's a very, mm, I don't know. Cause I want to matter. Um, uh, we were too distant. It would probably take like, oh, well actually now it, now it's nothing. But like before it was like too distant, um, miles wise, um, she can, uh, communication wise, she can go hours without texting hours or days and i know i said communicate communicative because she is like when when you do get to speak to her we can speak like for hours uh she's a feminist bisexual has masculine tendencies um she says yo dude and bro um not being loving enough and walking on eggshells politically yeah i'd be very afraid to uh talk to her about things you know um uh, political wise because like she'll just go like banshee on you you know what I mean um um but but the things that I do praise her for because um she um she doesn't need to stress to impress she brings me calmness you have a similar mindset uh and we'll probably you know if we got together we would probably encourage a geek style a geek centric house you know, like that, that, that would have been cool. 
<laughs> um, her requirements and must-haves must be sh- socially aware, needs to be able to discuss social issues, needs to be tall, height is important to her, needs to be a geek, needs to have patience, and no short temper. I mean, th- 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 those are all fine. Uh, but were we compatible? Absolutely fucking not. Um, yeah, because, I mean, I, I I believe I talked about this in my, uh, I think, episode 8 or episode 9. But, yeah, we, we had, I mean, it was okay, again, but, like, she was very, like, sexually repressed because of her ex-boyfriend. Um, so she was very, like, a robot, in, in, you know, in essence. So it was very hard to, like, be, like, loving towards her and stuff. But, like, but, but you know, I, I, I really did like her because, like, she was a breath of fresh air because she was very geeky like we've we've been we've been to comic-con before and all that stuff um um when i told like a geek joke or like something pertaining to comics or like you know like a joke like that she got it instantly and it was really good because wow it felt like i could really be me as opposed to like the other um women that i was dealing with um was really cool and 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 we had like a built-in friendship we had a 10-year friendship mind you okay so that was really good so we knew so we knew about each other okay and then you know of course like we went out and um we were dating so you know me you know i I, you know i told you about like my gifts with um what's it called with uh brutus i i also got uh of course my ex-fiance gifts as well you know we took got comic-con tickets and all that stuff you know bought her jewelry and you know all that shit you know, so for, so like for her, I really couldn't see her that much because she was busy with school. So I got her like, uh, like X, like and Christmas and her birthday were like close to each other. So I was like, fuck it, let me get her like Xmas and B day gifts. And like I I really went overboard because like didn't <laughs> I didn't know if I was gonna like I didn't know when I was gonna see her because like she's always fucking you know um busy and shit. So like that's what I that's what I got her. I um. So I got her mad shit, but like I got her, um, I got her a book that, uh, what is this called? Um, it's it pretty, it's pretty much a book lamp. So like, it's a, like, okay, so it's like a book, right? But if you open it, it's sort of like a paper mache thing of, uh, a lamp, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, one of those lamps that you like you have in a luau or whatever. It's kind of like made out of that. And you know it open it opens up and then you can light it up so it's it's pretty cool. Um, then I got her some books because uh, she loves like Harley Quinn. So I wanted to give her um, I wanted to get I wanted to get her Harley Quinn's origin story. So I bought her two graphic novels pertaining to that. And then I I, I I'm very big on the Myers Briggs test. So I got her um, I found out what her her um, her um her letters are her her, her Myers Briggs, her personality type, and her personality type is INTJ, and it's absolutely that. Yeah, she um she is definitely uh INTJ like she she's like that to a fucking T. <laughs> All right, um yeah, INTJs are like very like I don't want to say not not personable, but like yeah, they're very to themselves. They they can't they can't handle their emotions very well and like that's her she's like very standoffish that's her um i got her 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 favorite movie is uh wall e so i got her a uh 
some plushies from from that film. Um, I got her a, I got her a um, a cup with her her name on it, um, with descriptions and all that stuff. And and, and it's not like I it's not like I said, oh, I'm gonna put a name. I'm gonna put her name on a cup. No, I found her name on a cup and it gives it gives a noun and the synonyms and all that stuff and like her it it, this description the description of the of her name like it's it's her like it's it's her in every way i'm like wow um cool (laughs) um i gave her like a like a necklace like of uh, i gave her a necklace of like the universe and shit i mean um, it was like a, like a globe, but like the universe, so that was pretty cool, I gave her like, kind of like, like those baby, um, like those baby string lights that you can put the person's, you can buy the letters of their name and put it on a string light and like that, so I, so I got her that, I got her an art book of her favorite movie, Wally. um, I got something for her, um, uh, for her, um, for again, for her personality type, um, it's called "Please Understand Me" character and temperament types. You know, so she can understand herself. Um, and then I got her because she loves Marvel, and I got her a Infinity Stone um, necklace. But the Infinity Stone necklace is her birthstone. It, it, and that was coincidental again you know with like the jersey girl thing like this was uh coincidental so i was like wow like her her birthstone is an infinity stone and she loves fucking marvel this is perfect for her so like yeah i did all that shit for her you know what i mean so how we freaking broke up was that this was a part of this was when you know the louis ck scandal happened and she sided with the women and i sided with him and that's when all hell broke loose and you know she called me all types of things and all this shit and i was like okay the reason why it still hurts is because because this because again we were friends we were friends for 10 years and like we couldn't come to an agreement about this and she said like this isn't an agreed this isn't a agree to disagree thing you know you know being a feminist is not a hobby of mine it's who i am and i want to be treated as a person and all this stuff and i'm like why are you why are you talking to me as if i'm the one who did what louis ck did you know what i'm saying i'm not saying that what louis ck did was inappropriate um but like you know it hurts because like yeah we were friends for 10 years and to just completely drop me off like that off the face of the earth and we have yet to speak to each other and we're probably not because i don't want to fucking speak to her but um it's like yeah i i wrote right here we were friends for 10 years and it's rough that you would just throw that away granted if your belief is your belief then i respect it but we could still be cordial about it we can still be at peace i have friends who are against what i value but i'm still cool with them Granted, I still think she doesn't know who she is and by now has probably adopted a new pronoun and has changed her body. And I probably, I, I wholeheartedly believe that. Um, now, I don't know if I wrote that or I took that from somebody, from a friend of mine who I who I wrote to, but regardless, it's probably true. <laughs> you know? So, like, she, 
she went full blown feminist on me and and that is the one thing that i said that i would not put up with you know in a relationship like that so i don't need that i do not need that at all so go ahead be 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 you and do you um but i'm not i'm not dealing with that and so that that that's why that hurts because like it's not like i was some guy on the street that you started to date we had a 10-year relationship so like for you to just throw that away and know like the character that i have you know the character that i am you just shun that away you know what i mean that's the thing that stings like so my credibility is nothing 10 years you knew me for 10 years i stocked up 10 years of who i am as a person and because of this one thing you're like oh nope sorry Mm -mm. nope all right man whatever it's all good good for you um so the last one the last chick um i think i talked about everything uh, yeah so the last thing is uh ellen so how do we met <clears throat> we met on again okay cupid um pro huge boobs huge boobs um she's e she's an enfj which is the i i am an infp so an enfj is the uh is the uh what is it um not partner how do you call it not most likely like 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 destined like lover type thing you know what i mean like that's the most compatible one that i'm with um the most compatible letters for me uh social drinker doesn't smoke deep combo loves physical touch she's independent we have uh similar music tastes you know hip-hop she's fun and she's playful <clears throat> con super liberal and feminist um she's an extrovert she's a realist um concerns doesn't really text back and lacks consistent communication compatible <clears throat> no just because of the things that i was uh saying oh my god i sound like i fucking smoked like eight packs today what the fuck oh my god larry go get go get me some water can you go get me some water <clears throat> anyway um so um the fun times fun times um oh did i say fun times with um eve well i mean yeah i mean we went to comic-con and stuff like that she loves the matrix trilogy i remember the one time oh, yeah i'm sorry i'm going all back and forth um eh, that's it i don't need to go anymore with any more fun time stuff I, I said what i need to say but uh yeah it just sucks that um they had to uh be this way um but with ellen fun times fun times i mean we went we went on a couple dates um we went to the movies um and she was really freaking um she was really uh attracted to me i was attracted, I was attracted to her too um and again you know stuff that doesn't go away um we found out we found out that it wasn't gonna work you know i was too introverted for her she's an extrovert cool and then you know she left <laughs> but then like three months later she hit me up again and she was like yo like i really want to like you know uh 
see how you are like sexually and stuff like that like do you want to be friends with benefits and that's who the friends with benefits is, is ellen you know and um you know she would write to me she's like oh my god you know like i can't wait you know for you to be inside me blah blah blah. you're such an amazing lover you have so you have such confidence when you're in bed blah 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 all this stuff you know things things that shit you know not not even things that you want to hear of course yeah but like she meant them i didn't i didn't i didn't you know tell her to say those things to me she genuinely felt those things you know um but that's what uh that that's what kind of hurt too that's like wow like i'm I'm really good in this area with her but like in this other area i'm not so like that you know what still hurts you know she, yeah she she didn't like me because i did i was an introvert yet still wanted to experience me um like i mean i respect it but it's like shit um it, it, you know it just kind of sucks that like it, it, it's kind of in the same way with, with like with the other girls like <clears throat> they you know they deaded themselves with me you know but they still wanted me around and this was the same way with her but different because like you know it's not gonna go anywhere i don't have anybody else that i'm going for but i i have to experience you sexually because she said that she felt it she felt that like that there was something about me in that area that like she wanted to experience because she felt that like oh i would be like really good at it and she felt like this aura about me which i've never heard from somebody before and like that again words of affirmation that that got to me and i was like all right you know what why not and th and this was the first time that i ever did that too you know have like a friends with benefits and you know it was fucking awesome it was really really good we had an amazing time each and every time um so like yeah um yeah that was that was that was it for her but i saw this um i saw this um post from somebody um and it said when people fall in love with someone's flowers but not their roots they don't know what to do when autumn comes your relationships need to be built on deep alignment on values character and morals aka the roots not just love appearance hobbies and status the flowers so that's pretty much the basis of this whole thing you know what i mean it's like the substance do you have the substance do you have the compatibility because like with her ellen no we weren't compatible we were sexually compatible we had sexual chemistry absolutely but like lifestyle life goals and all that stuff nah she's way ahead of me and that's great i mean the only good thing is that she ain't married yet so like i <laughs> she she's not married oh neither is a well i don't know about eve i don't give a fuck about Eve. um i don't, I don't know i don't know what's i don't know what's going on with her um but um um with ellen though that's probably like the one quote-unquote good thing is that like she didn't go out and immediately find another me out there like i mean we, her and i are still cool like we will text each other time to time there's no ill will between us like you know we had a good run and like you know that was it but every time you know I'll, I'll hit her up and be like what's good what's up um but that's but that's about it but yeah um this was an important episode for me because again it's like yeah um 
I need to find compatibility. That is important to me. And like real compatibility. Not like, oh, we have the same shows and blah, blah, blah. Even though that's good. I mean, because shows aren't surface level either. I mean, it really depends. Like, you know, like your five, like let's say your five favorite movies, right? They aren't just movies to you. You know, they, they, they mean something to you. Or like your favorite song. Your favorite song isn't because like it's a nice melody, even though it, I'm sure it has that in it. But there is a deep-seated reason why that's your favorite song in the world or why you like those movies. So for two people to like those movies, it's a big thing. You know, like I've talked about with um, my ex-fiance with uh, The Prince of Egypt. And if you want to know about that story, go to um, the episode with Stephen and Ayana. I do not recall what episode number that is but you'll you'll in in that episode you'll hear the story about uh the prince of egypt and my ex-fiance about how big of a movie that is for the both of us but you know stuff like that it, it it's good to have the movies that you like with each other because you will resonate it will resonate on a deeper level other other than oh it's it, it was a fun movie to watch you know so I mean that's that's <clears throat> that's it for the episode. Thank you for thank you for uh going with a uh, story time with me. But um, you know, um you know what time it is. It's the skin it's the skin deeps the and uh self edition card game and it's a special one today because it is card number 100. All right? We had episode 100 a couple weeks ago. Thank you for listening. And if you have not listened to 100, episode 100, please go and listen to it right now. That is a doozy as well as this one. It's another reflective solo episode. Um, so please listen to episode 100. Thank you so much. But um, yeah, let's see what um, card 100 has in store for me. So card 100 is, what the? What are others learning from my mistakes? Wow, look at that. Um, what are others learning from my mistakes? Well, clearly, 70% of them are getting married. <laughs> That's what they're learning from my mistakes. You know, they're like, man, I can't freaking get with this dude. So, um, I'm just gonna extract what I like, find, find what I like about him and other people, and then uh with the other stuff that i like from those other people i'll have a complete person so they learned a lot what what are others learning from my mistakes they they learned a lot they learned what 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 type of a man they want they learned um yeah they learned they learned what type of a man they want um um that that a person like me is hard to come by considering that half of them still want to um keep in contact with me or have reached out there's that um what are others learning from my mistakes um mistakes i don't know i think what are others learning from my mistakes? What are 
others learning from my mistakes? What are others learning from my mistakes? That's a good one. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, like, you know, just, just what they truly want in a partner. You know, they, they see what worked with me and they want to emulate that, but they, you know, they can't, they can't, they don't want, they can't do it with me because it, it's not, it's just not going to work. Um, and then, so they find a, a, a better version of me and then, they, you know, they rock out, you know, what, what, what do you want me to do? You know, it, it's, it's, it's worked for them, <laughs> you know, um, uh, Ramona, Brutus, my ex-fiance, religious girl, they're all married. You know? They're all married and doing fine. So, that's what they learn. That's what they learn from my mistakes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> I don't know. What do you want me to say? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, hey man, more power to them. They're fucking happy, alright? Just fucking leave me alone. <laughs> That's it. Stop reaching out to me. Okay. Um, anyway. Um, but thank but thank you, uh, for listening to this whole thing. I I mean I hope I hope it 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 it, it took me so long to do this. I, I I really was nervous to do this episode. But I, I feel I'm glad that it's you know, it's pretty much done. Um uh, you know, I got that out. Um hopefully I can, you know, just I have that weight off my shoulder and hopefully I can learn from my own mistakes and just get better in time and try to uh get some you know get a new person if 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 that is what is the goal you know so you know if if that's my goal hopefully you know I'll I'll meet somebody new and this time it'll stick <laughs> you know that's all that's all i can hope for but uh anyway uh that's the end of the show thank you for listening to the inquisitive nobody podcast you can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, Podbean, spotify amazon music audible listen notes stitcher and iHeartRadio. you can also follow the podcast on instagram twitter and vero at t-i-n-q p-o-d that is at tink pod if you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss you can email me at t-i-n-q-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com that is at tink podcast at gmail.com and i'll read your suggestions on the next show so after today's episode i'm not saying i have the dating world figured out but i am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it thank you for listening my name is martini jean and i am the inquisitive nobody <laughs>